0: Hello, it's me, Milo. And before we get into this episode of Masters of Our Domain with special guest Michael Fry, this is just a quick bumper to let you know that we have a very special bonus episode out at exactly the same time as this episode on our Patreon at the $5 tier, which is us doing a table read of the Seinfeld nine eleven episode script written on spec by screenwriter Billy Domino. Uh it was me, Phoebe. Riley uh Olga and also friend of the show Matt Lubchansky and uh the episode was a lot of fun and I think you'll enjoy it so if you want to check that out on the Patreon that's there otherwise uh, I hope you enjoy this episode with comedian Michael Frye Welcome to yet another episode of Masters of Our Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about Seinfeld. Um, today, I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. Doing everything the wrong way around today. I'm Marlowe Edwards, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, you find out who I'm joined by. Yep. Don't find right. out who I am.
1: No one um, cares who you are.
0: No one cares who no, I you am. You should I'm just, be
1: uh... ceding your place to women.
0: <laughs> I'm the workhorse of the podcast. No glory for me. That's right. Um, yeah, much like much like the ISIS beheaders, I am anonymous. It's about the work that we do. It's not about me. Um.
1: There, was a, there was at least there was at least one ISIS beheader who was extremely unanonymous.
0: He did he did wear a mask though, didn't he? They they found out who he was, yeah, but it wasn't.
1: But he, had a, he had a cute little nickname and everything. Yeah,
0: Jihadi John. Yeah, to Mister and Mrs. John, a son. <laughs> um, ISIS
1: Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I am an. <laughs> And yeah. I am a beheader.
0: Yeah, 12-step program for stopping cutting people's heads off with a melon knife. Um, <laughs> Jesus. They always use such a small knife. Very strange people, Isis. Um, <laughs> I feel like you need a knife appropriate to the job. That's all. It's inhumane. Um, uh, and we are joined today by a very special guest, risking his reputation by coming on this podcast, uh, Michael Fry.
2: Yeah, we're like 2 minutes in and I'm like, oh, "I'm I'm going to log off, if I can't deal with this." Like <laughs> you're just like, "Oh, right, speaking of Isis, we're joined by Michael Fry." Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: hi, guys. Another man who doesn't use his real name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <My>. <laughs> <laughs> Which Look, is want, true. I don't we, yeah, but yeah, Michael Fry is a pseudonym. But yeah. We
1: want it to be very clear that our guest Michael Fry were he to behead someone, would not do it with a melon knife. He would do it with a decent-sized knife in order to minimise the suffering of the subject. We want that to be very clear.
2: Yeah. If it came to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I did. I specified that before I came on that you would you would clarify that if it ever came up. Yeah. So thank yeah. you very much yeah. for that. You're,
1: you're, you're, you're <laughs> welcome. Quick disclaimer there. <laughs> You'll find that a lot
0: of uh, a lot of the questions we ask you before the show about what to do if this comes up are based on what might come up. Um, <laughs> we know ourselves. Um, I really do hope you filled out the Fritzel jokes section of the of the form. Um, uh, to talk. Uh, we're not here to talk about ISIS Beyond in the sense that we're always here to talk about ISIS uh, We are notionally here to talk about Seinfeld Season 3 We're into season 3 we are into Phoebe season three. did an incite, excited intake of breath But then didn't say anything
1: Well I was going to do maybe a season 3 chant But then I thought that would be undignified So I decided not to Oh, oh
0: now we're worried about being <laughs> undignified are we? After however many episodes of this show we've done um, yeah, we're now into season three—the supposedly good season of Seinfeld. I'm yet to find fir- out. It's
1: the first good. It's the first good season. Yeah,
0: I, I've enjoyed the show so far. I, I've not. I've not had any complaints about seasons one or two. It, I know, I know. as opposed to certain guests, certain guests who will not be named, who had a lot of shit to say <laughs> about Seinfeld and whether it existed in a quote time before jokes. Uh, that is not. That is not for us to say. Um, so we're talking about season three, episode one, the note. Um, the episode opens with a bit. As they so often do. Um, this is a bit about why, when someone recommends you a doctor, do they always say that he's the best? And he's like, not every doctor could be the best. Um, he's like, I want to see uh someone who says like, oh, you should get to my doctor. He's the worst. And then he's like, they always say, tell him you know me. And he's like, why should that matter? The guys like, oh, you know Bob? I'll give you the real medicine. Yeah. Um, I think the second part of the bit makes more sense than the first.
1: No, the se- the mm. first part makes sense if uh. If you're in America where you like where you can choose your doctor because it's a no. I mean, it doesn't make
0: service. the premise of the bit doesn't make sense in the sense that he's saying, why, when people recommend you a doctor, do they say he's the best? Well, because they wouldn't recommend you a bad doctor. They're recommending you a doctor. That doesn't it doesn't imply there are no bad doctors. It implies that people don't
2: recommend them. Yeah, it's a weak bit. I'm
1: not going to lie. No no, uh, no, no, no. I agree. I agree. It's a weak bit, but it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's that people don't like, they don't just say, oh, go see my doctor. He's good. They always say, oh, he's the best. I think it's just a little bit of a clash of, clash of cultures going on because people don't really mm. say, people don't really describe people as the best here. That's not something which you hear a lot. <laughs> Optimism like, oh, is yeah. not
2: a thing we do. Yeah, like, oh, UK, yeah, they're, so. the, they're, the, they're the best.
1: Like, mm. in, in fact, if, if anything, it's inversely proportional. Like, the, the more you like someone, the more you're likely to say they're the worst. Yeah. They they suck. Think they suck more than anyone living or dead.
0: Now, a lot of British people would be likely to say something, like, a bit weird about their doctor and possibly slightly racially charged. Like, he's Asian, but ever so nice.
1: I'm not from Essex, so.
0: True. Yeah, that is our culture. <laughs> um.
1: Cut that bit out. Cut that bit yeah, out. You could get rid of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we've got about two usable minutes of what we got so far. So That's right.
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't like oh,
2: to we have don't, too oh, many Michael, usable minutes. we are minutes. using
1: the ISIS material. Don't you oh. worry. That's, okay. that's staying in. <laughs> Look, we got, we've already got the disclaimer saying that you are a humane executioner, so I don't really know what else you want from us. God. <laughs> you get your, guests yeah. com- get your guests coming on being like, I'd like it to make it clear that I would never behead anyone regardless of what kind of blade I use. But no.
0: Yeah, no, that is very Some true. i
1: guests just want the moon.
0: So yeah, that's a bit, that's how Americans talk about doctors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: mean, allegedly, I don't know. I don't yeah. think I've ever spoken to an American about a doctor, apart mm. from like an American who lives here, who mm. is constantly talking about what an absolute nightmare hellscape it is to try and get medical attention for anything in the, in the US. Right. So, they do. Like,
2: they do be doing that.
1: So um, I've, I've never
0: heard anyone say they're doctors. Do you have care. any feelings about recommending doctors, Michael?
2: Uh, I feel like you just assigned a doctor. When you're in the UK, aren't you? I, I don't know. Because I, I haven't. I yeah, did the you, NHS just, just, thing. you just
1: get assigned a doctor. Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, if the, the equivalent for in the UK would be, oh, you should sign up to my practice, the practice that I'm registered to, and then you <laughs> might get my doctor who is very good. But also, I have no concept of which doctors are good or not in that practice, because you just assigned one. So. But
1: even, but even mm. then, mm. even then, you have to say, I thoroughly recommend you move to within the catchment area of my GP surgery. <laughs>
0: Yes. If you can sort of move in yeah. house
1: in order to maybe be assigned the same doctor as me, who uh, didn't tell me, didn't tell me to go fuck myself the last time I saw them. So as far as I'm concerned, they're terrific. Mm.
0: The other doctors at the surgery, I hear, are terrible. But if you get that one, yeah, um, he's really good. It's very fun to me the idea of a really bad doctor because it strikes me as a profession that like demands such high standards that like a guy who's just phoning it in as a doctor is like very funny to me.
1: Um, I've seen d- bad doctors
0: Yeah No I'm sure they do exist But it's just like weird Like why did you Like I get it when an estate agent Is phoning it in That's the sort of job you get When you want to phone it in Right But like as a doctor You feel like If you want to phone it in Just like <laughs> go what? work what? In human resources <laughs> why, like, <what?
1: laughs> why spend seven years At university Just to Just to Just to goof off
0: Yeah There's so many easier ways To goof off I am literally a podcaster <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which in many ways is kind of a doctor. Mm.
0: Mm. A doctor of the soul. yeah,
1: Doctor of the mind, doctor of the ears. Mm. No, 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 that, that actually is a doctor, isn't it? There is an actual doctor. <laughs> there are doctors for a- a- do actual- both doctors of those. The ears. <laughs> And there are actual doctors for the mind as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, okay, no, not a doctor then. Not
0: a doctor. No. A, d- a, d- uh, a sort of a homeopath. <laughs> 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 this this podcast is very strong. You should actually dilute one minute of it in 60 minutes of the Joe Rogan experience. Um, and that uh, that will sort you out.
1: It's funny that difficult to follow as a joke, but okay. It's because the
0: homeopathy is all about diluting no, 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 stuff. No,
1: no, no, I understand that. But why is it 60 minutes of the Joe Rogan experience? It's because the Joe Rogan experience is water in this. Yeah. okay,
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And then you smack both things on the table. Yeah. And then you have... Some podcast medicine. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe not something which, which uh, took, took, took too much uh, investigation.
0: No, I don't think it needed it. it didn't. So no, um, the, the episode continues. Um, uh, Jerry has gone for a massage, um, and uh, uh, he is uh, doing the thing where you talk to the person who gives you a massage about any random shit that comes into your head, and he is talking to her about he thinks the worst part of being blind would be that you can't tell if there's bugs in your food. Um, which I guess is, you couldn't visually tell, but there might be other ways.
1: No, but you could, but that's what, but that's what he says. He says, constantly feeling around with my lips and my tongue. That you'd know, that you'd find out when, like, all right. how we know Jerry
0: Seinfeld eats pussy.
1: <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> the, the complex, dexterous
0: description of the way he moves his mouth I implies. we
1: determined that he doesn't. I how does the is-
0: blind know they're not eating pussy? Now there's a Seinfeld no, bit if he bit. wasn't a coward,
1: there's a bit if he wasn't a coward yeah. um yeah I, I yeah I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad observation um yeah. it's a, it's certainly don't... a curious one, but it's not about what do you think the worst thing about being blind being blind would be
0: Oh not being able to see anything that would be my primary <laughs>
1: okay, right, so Milo's going in with the <laughs> you know with a more broad brush strokes.
0: yeah, I mean, the bumping into stuff, not being able to like do really anything without assistance. Mm. I, kind of, I think being blind is like probably the worst disability you can have. I really, it would definitely be the bottom of my, you know.
2: We are going I to mean, other
1: disabilities are also
0: very life-limiting, but I'm just saying for me, being blind, I feel like would be, that's the worst thing I can imagine for I, me personally.
1: I can tell from your expression, Michael, that you are unkeen to contribute. Yeah. To this. <laughs> I,
2: I'm going to be, I'm not going to rank which of the disabilities yeah, is know, the worst, no, no, no. I don't I think d- Honestly, I didn't, that's honestly I didn't expect this, to him to honest, do that. So. <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs> i don't do I I I think, don't have a ranking beyond this we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> I ask can't you the that toss enough.
1: on the subject of which would be the worst disability yeah. to have no i don't know this is the thing like i don't think i've ever thought about it in any particular detail because um i'm extremely fortunate to uh you know to not uh, to not be either blind or partially sighted but mm. as soon as i
0: heard and you eat bugs anyway yeah, Wasting But it. I
1: want to know that I'm eating the bugs. When <laughs> how I do eat you know? Them.
0: How do you know that there are bugs in your food? That's yeah. your concern. How do I know yeah. there
1: are? There's no food in my bugs. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: doing your best red scare voice there.
1: I'm. I'm not actually going to do it, okay. but I could. If yeah. I wanted to, I could. Mm. I'll do it when the mic, when the recording's off. All
0: right. It's a voice that's too powerful, much like Jerry Adams. We <laughs> have to dub Phoebe's red scare voice, or people will get too aroused. Um. Yeah, but then he moves that she seems mildly perturbed by the uh, the blindness remarks. And uh, then he decides to move on to talking about a child who has been kidnapped in Pennsylvania and then starts like asking her questions about her kids and where they are and who's looking after them and stuff. And she just starts getting like more and more obviously alarmed. Um, This bit I found a little bit peculiar.
2: (laughs) I thought this was like insane. Like this would never happen in in real life like i know this is supposed to be like minutiae and like realism and stuff like that like why would he bring this up first of all why would you even talk during a massage anyway but like why would you bring that up specifically and then continue on with that question and why would she then not just think because of this whole session he's just been talking shit and like saying whatever comes to his head Mm -hmm. why would she then take that as a threat all of a sudden do you know what i mean
1: it annoys me it doesn't make sense such specific questions no because he said, because he's saying, like, who looks after your boy during the day, and like, what about, what about people who forge their references? I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was all too recognizable a situation. I could definitely imagine, like, just like bringing up something that I'd like seen in the news or something, like, you know, it's mm. like a kind of mm. current event, and realizing too late ISIS, that for example. <laughs> for, for example, realizing too late that it is absolutely not the right discussion to have mm. and finding myself just whichever way i turn just like the trap like tightening and just saying worse and worse things i can definitely yeah. maybe if not- this is
0: realistic it's very bad news for both of us
1: yeah i was gonna say
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this reminds me of a story that, that a guy <laughs> a guy i was at dinner with once who we got chatting about uh liverpool and he said oh, i have to go to liverpool uh, a bit for work and he was like yes i really some real characters up there, eh? And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, he's like, got, I got out of the train station once and I got in a black cab going to where I was working. I sat in the thing and the cab driver starts chatting to me. He goes, oh, you're from London, are you? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, all oh, them kids stabbing each other, eh? Terrible. And he's like, and there was just like a sort of five second pause and the guy goes, fucking hang them. <laughs> 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 well, now where Well. Where does a cab journey go from there? I don't how not, do you how do you build a conversation <laughs> on that bedrock
1: I don't really know what I don't really know what to do with that Who do you think is the is Jerry in that scenario is it the cab driver or is it the passenger I think the cab driver the is cab Jerry The cab driver is Jerry okay Yeah Okay, so you objected to it. You objected to this on grounds of realism, Michael. That's your. This is your issue. That's what I think.
2: Yeah,
0: I feel like,
1: and I could so imagine this happening Mm. to me, like particularly because of like the vet. Like Phoebe is
0: nuts, and we cannot stress that enough. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) I like. I have not had a massage for a very long time because I am a podcaster and therefore cannot afford it. Um, But the on the on the few occasions I have in the past i've always ended up either mm. taking off too many clothes or not enough clothes ah. like
3: just
0: strolling and, into the massage room completely naked like right
1: um like you are making fun but that <laughs> 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 didn't it not, it's like it's not, a head massage oh no oh, no 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 it was, <laughs> it, getting, a, it was
0: getting a haircut inf- and i'm know. completely oh, naked no, 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 no.
1: it was infinitely it was infinitely worse than that, what happened? Um a few years ago, I was at uh, I was at like a spa with my ex, and for some reason, I decided it's just like this is
0: the corner shop.
1: Sorry, you
0: were at a spa with your ex. I'm taking the piss. You know, there's a corner shop. The spa.
1: Oh, I but, see. Yeah, oh, that would be a was very that, funny place that, to be naked. Was that, that was why was it was that worth, infinitely was was worse. That worth the interruption. Yes. Okay. <laughs> for me, it was. I was at a spa. <laughs> a spa. Because I'm the other, and I was at a spa. <laughs> I'm Mark Wahlberg, so I was at the corner shop. The spare, it's a fucking spare, spare. Um, I
2: mean, you're laughing. But that's how I talk, guys. Like, I mean, <laughs> I would say a spare, so it wouldn't. The joke wouldn't have worked in my accent. It's a spare and a spa. That, it well, didn't I would work say. in his accent.
1: Ah. It's not the accent that's the issue with the,
2: with the joke. No, in British English, you do say them the same.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm aware you do. That's not again. That's not the issue. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I was at yeah we were, were at this bar and like for some and like for some reason I decided that it was not necessary to remove any of my clothes. Mm-hmm. So I so we were in this like kind of um sort of like relaxy room with these sort of mosaic tile seats and kind of you know sort of lavender being kind of puffed into the air and mm-hmm. everyone in there is wearing like is wearing like the spas dressing gowns like over their like over their underwear or like over their swimsuits or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I am wearing my dressing gown over my, you know, my entire just like clothed clothed body, including shoes. And I don't realise that everyone's looking at me like this is weird. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking at you like this is weird. I'm
0: curious okay, as to yeah, how well, you got to this point.
1: I got to this point. You've
0: been given a dressing gown. I got
1: to this point because I'd been traumatized when I'd taken off too many clothes at a massage a couple of years before. So I was like, I'm not going to risk at it. I'm going to keep <laughs> at also at the local mm-hmm, spa. Yeah. You're not letting this go, are you? You're no. Gonna, you're going to just say it until it works. Mr.
0: Patel was very upset.
1: <laughs> just going to say it until it works, are you? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm not going to risk it this time. I'm just going to keep all of my clothes on. And so I did. And then I realized everyone was looking at me. And then my ex is just like, well, just go and just go and get changed. Just like I'll, 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 I'll look after your stuff. Mm. Um, but like before, we go in for our massage, and so I did that and just took off everything and put the dressing gown back on because I didn't want to look like a because I couldn't tell that everyone had their underwear or their swimsuits under their dressing gown. I thought everyone was naked. I oh, was so
0: you overcorrected. So
1: I overcorrected the other way. We go into this massage room and we're doing like you know this kind of couples massage where you're like kind of side by side. Mm. Um, Very
0: forward thinking of you to go with your ex
1: and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. This is what broke <laughs> us up. It's really adding some additional uh, <laughs>
0: awkwardness to the situation.
1: Um, and yeah, and he took off his dressing gown and was wearing his like swimming trunks. And I was like, I didn't know you had those on. He's like, What well, do you think I was naked? And I was like, I am completely naked. <laughs> yeah, you look like
0: a real <laughs> idiot. Get your cock out, mate. Um, Come on. Yeah.
1: So I, oh. so I then had to like explain to the massage therapist that I had taken off all my clothes, and she like looked at me like I was like I was, you know. The largest I can't believe on the you planet. managed to do both for one <laughs>
0: massage. Yeah. Normally people will do one or yeah, the no, no, other. No, no. I, yeah, I
1: overcorrected. So this seems to me like very much the sort of thing sort of situation in which I would find myself. I don't think it's unrealistic at all. Well, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Debate. You're <laughs> um, listening to Frost Nixon. <laughs> uh,
0: we then cut to uh, a scene where uh, Jerry is talking to Elaine about this and she's like well why were you talking so much and he's like I talk for their benefit okay this was the point where I started really agreeing with Jerry I don't I don't talk when I'm getting a haircut or whatever because I need to talk I'm perfectly happy not talking but I feel there is an expectation that I should talk mm. and so therefore I do but I always find in that situation that like there's it's a weird conversation because there's lots of questions that they can ask you because they don't know anything about you but there's you kind of they're sort of like, oh, what are you up to? Uh, doing massages, <laughs> like, so what do you do for a living? Mm, massage primarily. Um, you kind of you're in you're in more conversational dead ends. It's quite stressful, I think.
1: I don't know, like it takes ages to cut my hair, so like you like you just assume that they're bored. Mm. So like if they like, but I always I always take my I always take my lead from. From whoever the oh, ther- okay. therapist is. If they like start talking to me, then I assume that they want to chat. If they're silent, mm. I assume they want me to leave them the motherfucker alone. So I do. Yeah.
0: They get, they get two minutes into a three-hour haircut and they're like, those kids stabbing each other, eh? <laughs> 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 You're like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> I once had a hairdresser try to induct me into a cult. Uh, okay. And she wasn't very chatty. And then she just like about like halfway through, she started asking if I'd like ever heard of this. Um, it was like a kind of like sort of like of life coaching pyramid scheme. But right. you have to go on these like kind of like away days. And I was just like, this woman has scissors really near my neck. Like I don't want to disagree with her too much. Um, but also I'm starting to get a little bit alarmed. She's like, yeah, it changed, changed my entire life. It changed my entire life. Uh, you know, right. but, like, but like before this, uh, I had all these problems with my skin, um, like my, like my weight fluctuated a lot. Um, I had really bad eczema and then like it just. Now you know, I have I my just, own small business. I just shifted my perspective, just shifted my perspective, just two days, just two days and it only, only cost 350 pounds and uh, and I was just like, oh. mm hmm, mm-hmm, and getting kind of more and more sort of like tense and alarmed. And
0: that's how Phoebe started this podcast. Sorry? So then that's how you started this podcast. Yeah, that's right. 350 quid, change your perspective you are
2: yeah. this is a front you're actually just inducting me into this thing we've I mean, suddenly changed topic i thought i was talking about seinfeld yeah. and Now you're trying to trying to love bomb me into this cult. that's right
0: oh all our guests uh, are now in a cult with us that's how it works <laughs> um have you ever had a peculiar hairdresser or other other someone's someone's providing you a service and mm. there's a there's an awkward moment
2: It's always awkward for me because whenever I meet a stranger, I just assume that they fucking hate me. So I, you know, (laughs) I try not to open my mouth unless they ask me a question specifically, in which case I answer. But I did have a man who was um, drunk cut my hair before. And yeah, that was horrible. I got the worst haircut (sighs) of my life. Oh, so
0: yeah, (laughs) Mm. you should have gone to a hairdresser. (laughs) <laughs> just stumbling into the pub going who will do it <laughs> will
3: cut my...
2: yeah exactly um, i've had i've had my one... i go to a guy mm-hmm. sorry i've had one massage in my life ever and i was completely silent for all of it because okay. I was kind of like but they can't hear me anyway because like your head's through the little hole mm. you know so it would, it would be me shouting ah uh, yeah you know so it's kind of like i better just leave it because i'm not going to repeat myself times. So, you know
1: <laughs> do, do, do you live near here yeah i said do you live near here mm. those those tables During with a massive, the hole Noah for your can face you scream <laughs> yeah those tables with a hole for your face they're a fu- they're a fun thing aren't they Mm. You just feel like an absolute they should prime. Have like a, they
0: should have a big uh, painting of like a, of a curvy woman in a swimming costume on the other side. <laughs> How do you know they don't? <laughs> yeah, to be fair. never <laughs> had a good look? You know, so you have no idea how ridiculous you, got no you look. You've no idea. <laughs> the floor of those massage rooms is a two-way mirror and there's a <laughs> load of people on the other side laughing at you, lying on the floor in the room below. Yeah. Um, also <laughs> massage tables strapped to the ceiling. Yeah, so they're looking at you. Makes it um, look like
1: there's like a chimpanzee pinching your nipple. It's very yeah. un- It's very embarrassing. I
0: get my haircut by a guy in Whitechapel who always tells me uh, stories about what the local criminals are up to, oh, that's nice. which is always very interesting. Um, I changed to him and he was like, oh, yeah, mate, there's this one guy I was at school with. He's like, I don't talk to him anymore, man. And I'm like, why? What's happened? And he's like, oh, he's, you know, he's involved with all that Turkish and Kurdish mafia lot, yeah? And I'm like, oh, right. And he's like, yeah, he's in jail. And I'm like, "All oh, right. what's he in jail for? And he's like, well, thing is, he kidnapped someone's mum. And I'm like... Why did he do that? But this is just mid haircut. And he's like, well, yeah, the thing is, they kidnapped his mum first. And I'm like, oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a sort of tit for tat mum kidnap situation.
1: I feel like he's buried the lead on that one. Because if they kidnapped his mum first, I think he's well within his rights to do his own mum napping.
0: I like the idea that it's sort of like a kind of like a sort of collateral deposit type thing where they're all treating each other's mums very well. But it's just a, like, sorry about this, love, but until uh, we get our mum back, uh, we do need to hang on to you.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Doing a kind of, like, mum exchange on a deserted highway. Yeah.
0: The mums all get it. They're all just, like, knitting. Like, you lads, carry on. I'm all right. Got any tea? Um... Uh, yeah. Anyone want a sandwich?
1: <laughs> so Elaine agrees with Michael and thinks that this is a very uh, deranged way to conduct yourself during a massage. Hmm.
0: Um... um. They then discover that um, these massages can be covered by your medical insurance if you get a doctor's note. And there's um, some discussion about how uh, they J- Jerry could get his friend who's a dentist to write them a doctor's note for a massage. So then George and Elaine sign up for these massages on the basis that it's free. They go to get the massage, and George is very upset that Elaine has got the female masseuse that uh, Jerry had, but George is getting Raymond, uh, a man, and uh, he freaks out and then Elaine is like, why are you freaking out? And then he says, well, what if it felt good? Um, which I feel like sums up so much of the male psyche. <laughs> what if I became horny for this man? What then?
1: Well, then you leave him alone because he's uh, he's a, a worker just trying to do his job.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's anything less horny than a massage. Like even... I don't know about that.
0: I mean, obviously it's it's contextual, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think, I think there are far less horny things than a massage.
1: Nope, sorry. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking a stance. <laughs> that's, that's actually, the more I think
0: about it, that's a mad thing to say. No, nope. there are so many. A mortgage application.
1: Nope. I mean, hornier.
0: <laughs> a if, funeral. <laughs>
1: depends whose funeral it is. <laughs> a really hot guy's funeral. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> An open coffin,
0: think, and you're just standing there like, whoa. I was
1: thinking of it the other way around. I was thinking of it like someone that you really hated.
0: Oh, and you're just like and you would get off it. on that, like
1: oh, look at that, they're dead <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> that's
0: uh that's revealing. I can tell that Phoebe's got a list somewhere. What uh, of
1: people whose funerals I will become horny at? Yeah, like in a kind of Pavlovian way.
0: Mm. In a Pavlovian way, like you've been conditioned to be horny at their funeral. Look... <laughs> A Russian scientist has
1: (laughs) trained you over many years. Not horny. There's certainly a list of people whose funerals I'd enjoy. Hmm. Uh,
0: People uh, who were uh, very amusing and about whom many very amusing stories will be told at their funeral. Um,
1: Imagine that. Imagine having amusing stories told about you at your funeral. What a nightmare.
0: Every story told about Phoebe at her funeral will just end with, because of course she was extremely fit.
1: <laughs> that's all Phoebe
0: wants.
1: Yes, it
0: is. She never really said or did anything, but she was hot.
1: Yeah, that's what I want. I also want people to be incoherent with grief. I don't want to hear any kind of, any sort of chit chat, any kind of, oh, you know, oh, oh she'd have hated this. No, 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 You keep it in your pocket, Joy Boy. I want everyone just sobbing. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, I hope you're all listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's just not going to come up because I have no intention of ever dying. Great. Uh, <laughs> Michael,
0: do you have any intention of dying?
2: Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning I do think uh, about it, but, you know. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's, um...
1: What kind of vibe do you want for your funeral?
2: Uh, I love the idea of, like, a real kind of clash of sadness and happiness. So I, I guess I'd have everyone wearing yellow and... Mm. I would be lowered into the grave to, like, I don't know, get it up by Casey and the Sunshine Band or something, Mm -hmm. but everyone would be crying. So, um, Ah. survive, I want.
0: And then everyone would have a Pavlovian response to, Baby, Get It Up by Casey and the Sunshine Band.
2: Yeah. Mm. And I would hope that nobody would be horny for my death, but I can't make any guarantees, I guess, as I've just discovered. So,
0: yeah, (laughs) Casey and the Sunshine Band are being, the the song is being played by the other three surviving members of your indie band (laughs) who all look exactly like you, but in different outfits. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) all yellow yeah all yellow outfits
0: all yellow absolutely in honour of the band Coldplay who couldn't be here yes not not another kind of
1: bang up to date cultural reference there thanks dad (laughs) absolutely (laughs) that
0: is that is correct (laughs) that's damn right fingers super Um, glued to
1: the pulse as always 100% Mm
0: -hmm. because if if not who knows where they'd be Um, so uh, George is very awkward during his massage from this man there's a whole thing about he doesn't know how much clothes to take off yeah. And he tries to keep his trousers on. He, he gets very freaked out when he asks him to take the trousers off.
2: This happened um, to me once. At uh, mm-hmm. I went to the doctor. I went to get a certain organ checked. And uh, the doctor was like, yeah, take your trousers off. Um, hmm. And I took that very literally and only took my trousers off. And then he kind of came <laughs> uh, in behind the curtain. He was like, yeah, take your underwear off as well. As like, All right, yeah. As if that wasn't completely obvious. But I don't know. I thought he'd maybe do it through fair, the underwear. He should have said...
1: Yeah, no. He should have said, "Get your dick out." If that's what you meant, <laughs> yeah. that's what I think. That's flop my it out for <laughs> us. Another stance, Mickey boy. <laughs> Go on, just stick it on the table.
0: Yeah, let's see that hog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You just want your doctor just like clapping his hands and chanting, or or her hands. Sorry, doctor's giving <laughs> <laughs> It's twi- like a Siamang It's twenty twenty one. We've got to say that now, yeah. haven't we? Doctor <laughs> we might mean, be a bird. allowed to be
0: doctors now. Yeah.
1: Might have a bird doctor. Oh, even my, my
0: doctor's a tart. She's all right, though. <laughs> i tell you what. <laughs> I, go I don't want a bloke, doctor.
1: <laughs> what if it felt good? <laughs> uh. In that situation, and they have to ask you to take off your underwear, is it worse to sort of do it gingerly, or is it worse to just like whip them off like you've, like you've been waiting for this all day?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, it's hard. And how low do you go? Do you go kind of down to your knees, or do you just go mm. right down to the floor? I don't yeah. know. I, I don't think know right down to the
1: floor. I think mm. down to the knees, I think it adds a kind of...
0: It's the move of a coward. It,
1: I think it adds a kind of sordidness to the proceedings. <laughs> there's something There's something a bit kind of like...
0: <laughs> Hot if you're fucking, but in a doctor's <laughs> office, weird.
1: I, there's something a little bit unsolicited dick pic about the, mm. about the underwear around the knees. I, I think
0: the best thing to do is to the doctors wear those sort of Chippendales type underwear with Velcro and just <laughs> rip them
3: off. <laughs> 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 i think the doctor
0: would appreciate that a little sight gag i
3: always
0: yeah. wonder
1: how they get them back on like at uh, the <laughs> end yeah.
0: you've just got like a little uh, you just well you walk out of the doctor's office covering your dick with a hat that's um that's the traditional way
1: etc <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: exactly that's music that's how it sounds it's,
1: um it's, you can y- you can leave your hat on
0: Oh right, yes, okay, yeah. Now I get it. Right, very, very good, very it's good. From
1: the Full Monty, you can leave your even hat on more brackets, even, your dick. Even, um, the Tom an Jones even, an classic, even more current reference than, mm. uh, than yeah, Yellow by or, Coldplay.
0: I I love films from the year nineteen
1: ninety six. No, I think that's exactly right. It might be ninety five. Mm. The Full Monty is a banger. It's a well, fucking great film.
0: Now we know what we're doing on M- M- movie corner. <laughs> um, right, so. He goes back, he talks to Jerry about this. Um, The crux of it is essentially that George is worried that he's gay because his dick moved when the guy was giving him the massage. And they're like, what do you mean it moved? And he's like, it moved. Um, And uh, and then basically uh, Jerry says, uh, no, it's only gay if he touched your dick and it moved. If he was touching you somewhere else and your dick moved, that's just a dick movement. And then George is like, are you sure? And he's like, that's what a gym teacher once told me.
1: Again, I think that's tonally off and like.
0: It's
1: very dark. It's 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 very dark. Dark,
0: but more realistic than some other things from the episode. That also again it 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 (laughs) exposes a gym teacher for being a cowardly nonce because it implies that the gym teacher is like he's not touching your dick. He's not got the balls for that. He is like.
1: Well, if we return to if we return to the subject as we always must of the Mm. of the nonce teacher. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> you're, you're listening to nonce Teacher Corner.
1: <laughs> I now don't remember whether it was on here or whether it was on my other podcast that I was discussing the subject of the nonce Teacher at every school. I think it was on this one. I think it was on this one as well. Mm. And I was, just, I was just trying to think if any of the nonce Teachers at my school were PE teachers. And they mm. weren't apart from the tennis instructor ah. who was like a huge nonce. Mm. Gigantic. I don't really have anything to add to that. Oh, if is you're a, listening, there isn't. There hello, is, there, there, shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there can't be a shout out to him because he is in prison. I
0: probably get podcasts in prison. <laughs> Should we send him one on tape?
1: <laughs> if you're currently listening to this podcast from prison, yeah, and you know my my uh, sex offender tennis instructor from school, yeah. do you please do you please write in? <laughs> right, leave yeah. us a comment on the Patreon, yeah. It was um, cool. Sound off in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> non <the> teachers. <laughs> sound off in the comments. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: no, it's our Greek teacher. He was the he was the big one. He oh, was the, well, uh, Greek, you know. He was the yeah, he does. was the suspect one. Yeah. He, he was also wa- he was also wildly misogynistic and was always talking mm. about how um how women technically didn't have large or developed enough brains to effectively study classical languages, which uh, rather made uh, us. When you're right, you're right. Well, first of all, he was right and he should have said it. Yeah. Uh, and I stand against his but cancellation. But children do I have large and ag- developed uh, enough
0: brains too.
1: I stand against his cancellation. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the question was why he was teaching classics at a girls' school, if that was how he felt.
0: It would be very funny if the nonce teacher got cancelled for his misogynistic views. That would be a- You'll never guess what he said while he was noncing my child. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was highly inappropriate.
1: He used to threaten us with the vomit broom.
0: The vomit broom.
1: Yeah, there was. You a just
0: you just threw the concept of a vomit broom out there as though that was like a thing. in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael
2: did you did your
1: did your school have not have a vomit broom?
2: No, I, I think that's an English someone, thing.
1: What happened if someone? <laughs> <laughs> had, yeah. All right, it's called being me. English. <laughs> you don't
0: <laughs> like it. Muslims, the they come over here. They won't even use a vomit broom.
1: No, they're using a sort of vomit bucket and spade situation. Um, Did you not have a vomit broom at your school? What did you do if someone vomited? What did you do? Sweep it? Well, I didn't. Obviously, the no, bucket
0: and spade would make a lot more sense. You say that in jest, but like, how are you? Do- it, would just, it could be all in the bristles. It'd be horrible.
1: Oh yeah, the vomit broom was a, was a vomit a cur- mop. Perhaps the vomit broom yeah. was a curse. Was a cursed object. <laughs> and it was just in the classroom. Well, be- well, like, what w- would happen if someone vomited? Which happened a lot
0: in the in the classical studies area.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So the so it would get kind of swept into a corner and then have sawdust put over it. Mm. But it meant that the, that the broom was kind of, you know, it was a kind of sort of floating object that kind of appeared in different rooms around the school. Mm. And if this teacher uh, determined that we were, you know, acting up and goofing off, mm. he would get the broom and kind of threaten to hit us with it. And if you were brave enough, you just say, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, try it. Because if he had actually hit us with it, then he would have got sacked. Yeah. And he never actually, he never actually properly did it.
0: Be like, listen, this is the classical studies classroom. You want to goof off? Wait till you're a doctor or a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wait your ruddy bloody turn.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, uh, Yeah, uh, Kramer comes in. Kramer says that he's just seen Joe DiMaggio at Dunkin' Dinky Donuts, they call it. Not Dunkin' Donuts. Careful to have a different brand name there.
1: It's not a brand, Um, it's not a brand name. It's It's a kind of an independent cafe, Dinky Donuts. That's um, why they keep saying about how like grubby and gross it is.
0: Right, right, right. Okay. And so Jerry doesn't believe him. Um. And uh, then George is asking Jerry about taking him to get a doctor's note from his friend, the dentist. Um. This is very American. The concept that a dentist could give you a doctor's note. Hmm. Um. They like. I feel like in America they like homogenizing sort of anyone who does anything medical as a doctor, and they can all just like. Well, a dentist can take a look at your knee in sort of a in a tight spot.
1: Well, who would you rather, a dentist? Who would you rather? Sorry, who would you rather looked at your knee—a dentist or like I don't know? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. No, neither do I. No, I've got absolutely no idea where I'm going with that.
2: Can yeah. I? Can I just say hmm. on on Kramer's bit? Uh, I couldn't give a shit about Kramer's storyline in this particular episode. <laughs> I feel it's so inconsequential. It's kind of like oh fuck, we need something for Kramer to say. Yeah. And he just comes. He just. I don't know. I didn't care for it. Didn't like it. And Kramer was. I don't know. He's probably one of my least favorite characters, if I'm honest. And it's just kind of like him coming in annoyingly, not knocking. Like he's just an annoying neighbor that like it's it's not like Mm. a consensual friendship. He's just irritating. And he comes in with this fucking inconsequential shit in this episode. And it really annoyed me. So, Mm. yeah.
0: Kramer actually violates Jerry's boundaries a lot. And we don't talk about that enough.
2: Mm. It makes me feel uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Talk about Jerry's emotional labor in dealing with Kramer. And it's time to... On this podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm now having fun imagining Michael <laughs> watching this sitcom and being like, what an inconsiderate neighbour. I would hate to live next door to him. It would be really horrible
1: <laughs> to live next door to this man, mm. yeah. given, given his many behaviours. It was like that
0: Pierre Navelli bit about a guy at the circus who doesn't understand the concept of clowns, who's just going, but this is ridiculous. Those <laughs> shoes are far too big that you're never going to get through there. Um,
1: Lost something in the telly, maybe.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I it was, it was a fun bit, but you know, yeah. I'm not, I can't, I can't do other people's bits. You know, it's a, it's a purity of heart thing. Um, so Jerry isn't sure about taking George to get the note. Uh, they do. Um, there's a bit where uh, uh Roy the doctor is, uh, the well the dentist who is also a doctor, in in sort of the technical sense. It's a
1: medical um, training? Yeah. Not, that. They don't get the, to be
0: doctors here, though. Dentists in America, you, like, they can call themselves.
2: Yeah. I thought they did like two years of medical training. Or so. is it not like some kind of? Yeah, I thought minimum, they did. There's like an overlap.
0: There is hmm. some overlap, I think. Yeah, but here they don't get to be. They don't get to call themselves doctors. Where in America they do.
1: Don't you they? sure? My dentist is called doctor. Is she? He. Oh well, there you go. That's my, oh, my no-nonsense. 20, <laughs> Twenty twenty-one. Got to say that, haven't you? Yeah. Dentists can be men.
0: <laughs> do you not wonder how <laughs> These you, days. <laughs> what, if you, what if you liked it? How would you feel?
1: I do like it.
0: Um, yeah. No, I was just doing like a Hillary Clinton bit. Like, and what is her name? Um, no. Uh, um,
1: yeah, my dentist is definitely called Doctor. <laughs> no, I doctor. just
0: genuinely assumed your dentist was a woman for some fucking reason that I can't even disentangle myself. I was just like, yeah, probably a woman or a dentist. I reckon.
1: Oh, you know Phoebe. <laughs> she loves- <laughs> She will not have a man... <laughs> rummaging around her teeth
0: <laughs> absolutely not lord knows i've tried um uh yeah he's got but for
1: the a- listeners michael is just shaking his head in mm. in despair
2: yeah like a football commentator let's just get through, this. Let's just get just, through the just, rest of the episode and I
1: can go.
0: <laughs> yeah, hate to see that david you really do disgraceful
1: absolutely awful he's um, uh he's trying to kind of force her mouth open like she's a horse having its gums examined mm. it's a very ugly scene out there on the pitch
0: you can see all that space there between between the, the fourth and fifth molar he should be covering that he's experienced <laughs> 25 grand a week okay he should see that space there you can see that that filling's coming in there he's not covering it disgraceful the manager will be having words at half time.
1: oh look at that he's Caught a tongue on the little vacuum thing. That's <laughs> just a beginner's <laughs> mistake. That's a, <laughs> a real
0: points for that.
1: beginner's error. Oh, and after he's been, in, he's, been in, he's been in training a long time, two years, mm. two years of, mm. uh, of medical training for that. This
0: is schoolboy stuff. <laughs> You'd expect to see it in the lower leagues, but they're not going to cut it up here. Um, Why right. is that
1: the same as your a Black voice? so it's like
0: i feel like You're the Silverback is like
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> michael's like i know this one Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i can't do women's voices um quite good at men's voices can't really do women's ones you can do some me. women's voices yeah i can do like really like husky slow talking women I kind of like yeah so like like that kind of thing i can do but um Okay, Um, right. So they go there. uh, The doctor, the dentist, the doctor dentist has a big picture of Evander Holyfield on his wall, and he's like, "Look at that! Look at that body!" And he's like, "He's got a great body, isn't he?" And George is like, "Uh, "No." And then they get into this whole thing of like, George is like, "I don't like him because he's determined that no one should think that he's gay." And then he's like, "No, I think he's a great boxer, great athlete. I just don't like him." And then he's going like, "So why don't you like him?" And then George is just looking at this picture of a black man, going like, "I just don't like him." Um, I thought that was going to develop into more of a, like, situation of, like, George being called a racist or something. Well, no, um,
1: because it's a Van der Holyfield, so it's not just, like, just some some any black man.
0: Well, no, but I think it was kind of, like, because he was getting pushed on, like, why don't you like him? And he was, like, unable to account for, I would thought that was where the writers were going, but then that they kind of dropped that thread. Mm. Um. I thought that was what the I joke was supposed to, be, supposed to be, that he'd accidentally backed himself into a corner. I don't think
1: that's supposed to be significant. I think it's just ah, okay. that it's Evander Holyfield, who is a very recognizably um, splendid, mm. splendidly physiqued man. Which he is, by the way.
0: Well, I mean, that's just professional boxers, isn't it, really? No,
1: not necessarily. Like, like Obviously, like a lot of them have to be like very, very shredded. But it's quite mm. rare that they actually like look nice with it. Mm, okay. oh, don't, sorry, I don't like, I don't mean to. <laughs> These days, a woman can be a boxer. Did you know that? Don't mean to cast aspersions, but like, um, I'm now just trying to think of it, think of a boxer. Like sometimes yeah. they have just like a kind of like weirdly kind of sweaty like. Well, that's from the boxing. Sh- like strong, <laughs> no, but like kind of pallid and sweaty, not like healthy and sweaty. Pa- like they've had the flu. <laughs> yeah, like they've been eating like lots and lots of like vegetarian sausages. Like sort that's the kind of yeah, mm. like kind of clammy and pallid. Um, and they kind of look strong, but not in a kind of, not in an aesthetic way. A man way.
0: who looks like he's been eating lots and lots of vegetarian sausages.
1: Don't tell me you don't know exactly what there. I mean.
0: <laughs> Ricky Hatton's been on the Linda McCartney again. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the state of the man. You're
1: kind of like pallid. To be and fair, Ricky clammy. Hatton never looked good. Yeah, pallid and clammy. Not
0: a man I'd fight, but never looked good.
1: Whereas Evander Holyfield had a had a had a fine figure of a, of a man.
0: A fine figure of a man. It's Some a man, man. man for one man. Um Was
1: it Evander Holyfield who had his ear bitten off?
0: Oh yeah, maybe. It was and Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson who did the biting, wasn't I
1: think, it? I think it was Evander Holyfield. Mm. was the owner of the ear.
0: And this was this pre that? I don't know. Is it a picture of Evander Holyfield ear intact? I don't know. No boxer really has intact ears, do they? <laughs> it's like they have Not in to- <laughs> the traditional sense. <laughs> it's
1: like they ha- it's like when they uh, have to like edit films and TV shows that have like still have like the Twin Towers in them. And they have to like go oh, back yeah. on this old episode of Seinfeld and just like airbrush out Evander <laughs> Holyfield's ear. Mm. Mm. (laughs) a palatable Um. image which I just drew there
0: absolutely Um, so uh, they get the doctor's notes they get one for Elaine as well Um, Jerry uh, now can't get an appointment uh, for a massage with the lady because she is avoiding him Um, he's on the phone and he sits down really close to Elaine on the sofa and then starts like motioning her to move away which again why would you ever ask JLD to move away from you
1: Absolutely no idea. No. I like that little bit of physical humour though, that, that she's just like sitting there and then they're kind of like, and then they're kind of fighting about it. I think that's, I think that's good and cute. Hmm. And I think that she came up with it because everything uh, that I think okay. is good and cute, I think is her responsibility.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kramer comes in again. Uh, this is a bit just for Michael. Um, He's seen Joe DiMaggio in the donut shop again. Oh um, boy. This is really what are the, the chances, Michael? Like, oh, what, what, what,
1: what have you got to say about that? You, you're casting all these aspersions and doubts on his character, and now all of a sudden he's back. He's seen him again. What have you got to say for yourself now?
2: I just have to say, like he's already said this, so why is he? They're just like, oh, we need to fill space in this episode, so let's have Kramer do what he did earlier to just reinforce the fact that we've nothing to say here you
1: know everything that Mm. could be that could be considered for repetition with kramer was considered for repetition because we just had like seven minutes of episode to just pad out okay fair enough (laughs) i think it's quite i think it's quite i think it's quite funny um it because it you um, have to
0: understand michael's lived experience which is that on a daily basis his neighbor barges into his apartment (laughs) and says i just saw paul o'connell in
1: greg's (laughs) It just, it, like, it just reminds me of this. <laughs> Why,
2: okay, right. Yeah. We don't have Greg's here, but okay, yeah. Oh, okay, that
0: was right. I knew I'd get something yeah. wrong. How oh, do you not? <laughs> but if you did, Paul no, and we would be in there. <laughs> what,
1: what, what is the um, overrated pastry, savoury pastry chain that you've got there?
2: Believe it or not, it's actually spark. So, oh. um, well there our, you go. Yeah, our news agents <laughs> are, take are good here. <laughs> Our news agents are like bougie here, if you know what I mean, isn't like we have oh, okay. mm. a deli counter in each one and you can get like deli mm. food, so you can get like a sandwich, or you can get like sausage rolls or jambons or, you know, mm-hmm. curry pie or something. I don't know. Um, mm. That's what you want.
0: And that's what so the that's, Ulster Unionists subject to. You know, what I've never and, like, the eaten news anything from down the there are too fancy. You've never eaten anything from a Greggs? No. The way you said that implied that you've bought it, but that you haven't eaten it. Because was a sort of dirty protest. I've
1: bought it and then gone outside, looked at them through the glass, caught their eye and just ground it out under my heel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why can I see you doing that?
1: (laughs) No, I've never done that. Nor would I ever because that would be insane. But no, I have no desire. Not got that kind of money. I've no desire to Mm. get to eat in a Greggs. I know that that's like, I know it's like a whole thing, like people who've, made an identity out of yeah. how much they like Greggs. I, I don't mind a
0: Greggs, but I really don't like people who have a mawkish sentimentality about Greggs. It is just a, a fucking cheap sandwich and pie shop.
1: People should do what I it's do. It's not good, it's just cheap. And make a personality out of not liking Greggs. That's a far more dignified way to behave.
0: Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, this is actually the No Gregs podcast. That's right. Um, we are a spa-affiliated podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're we're a sort of um, provisional spa militia, if you will. Doing a bit of spa <laughs> um, sponsored taking, content. Taking there. a firm anti-Greg's stance until our demands are met. Yeah, we are. Um, we
1: are corner shop influencers, and uh, we uh, make no apology is, about that it.
0: That is right. Um, yeah, so, no, I
1: like no, I like this bit because it reminded me of this of this kid I was friends with at school mm. who was absolutely convinced that he saw Berlusconi everywhere, like.
0: To be fair, he gets around. He does.
1: Yeah, he did. He he does yeah. not so much mm. around North London in the early noughts. He wasn't. Why are you really... talking about? <laughs> that, is that your Berlusconi saw Berlusconi
0: and fifty <laughs> women. Okay, now I'm now I'm c- considering it.
1: Uh, yeah, and he was once like extremely late to meet us because he was. Absolutely... He kept going on about
0: corruzione <laughs> and asking a- me if I was interested.
1: He was absolutely insistent. That he had been talking to Berlusconi on the northern line. <laughs> He'd been had, talking like, to Berlusconi. I had I've missed, seen Berlusconi. And had, when m- I spoke and had to him. missed his stop because he was talking about the economic reorganization of Italy with <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi. Berlusconi on the northern line on a Friday night.
0: Berlusconi has never talked about the economic reorganization of Italy with anyone.
1: Oh, he was quite interested in it at the time. I mean, in a, in a kind of mad and corrupt way.
0: But... In an ordinary way. See. 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 See.
1: Anyway, yeah, so it kind of reminded me of that, and uh, and I hadn't, thought about, I hadn't thought about this bloke in years. I, ho- I wonder what he's doing. I hope it's something cool. I hope he's okay.
0: Well, Berlusconi?
1: No, my oh. friend from school.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Weirdly, our friend from school is also under house arrest, um, but we don't know <laughs> but why. Not with,
1: but not with 50 women, sadly.
0: No, no. Ah, oh, Berlusconi. Oh, the Berlusconi. man Benny Hill wishes he was um, alive for a kickoff. Um, so, uh,
1: Berlusconi's still alive. I thought he died. No, he's alive, yeah. Is he? Mm, Sorry, he's he's, he's still, still going. Killing, oh, off, you can't killing kill, off Berlusconi. You can't kill
0: <laughs> Berlusconi. He's too powerful. Um,
1: what, another Rasputin?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Try poisoning his cake and then shooting him and burying him in a frozen lake. Just try it. Um, so, he. Uh, Kramer says he's been studying Joe DiMaggio and that he dunks his donuts. And then Jerry's like, he couldn't be a dunker. It's not him. Um, George then comes in very dishevelled. Uh, he's got like torn trousers. He says that he jumped over a-, a puddle in a slightly camp way, and some kids called him a Mary, which is a homophobic slur I've never heard before.
2: It's a very old timey. Yeah, slur. it's yeah. very old timey. Like, century are these kids from? Like, it's, it's a very fifties yeah. insult.
0: They were playing stick and hoop by the yeah. puddles. Um,
1: <laughs> I think they. St- I think they still st- say it in America, actually.
0: Maybe do they, they do have weird.
1: I think so. Or well, they mm. certainly would have done like 20, 30 years ago, which is when this was made.
2: Mm. Is he saying it because he can't say another word, you know, mm. on I mean, Yeah, on that's television. conceivable, yeah. 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 I'm not going to say what the word is, but yeah. No, I
1: know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah, that's conceivable. But I am pretty they sure that's... a WAP. <laughs> what? <laughs> <I'm> a WAP. <laughs> WAP.
0: What? what is that? It's an old-timey slur for Italians.
1: Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure yes. it's not something worse? No, it's okay. for, it's
0: specifically for Northern Italians. I don't know why. Oh um, well, they need their
1: own slur. They I'll, do. I'll, I'll, I'll back that up.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: back that up for a kick off.
0: You can call us a slur, but don't lump us in with the South. F- they are it. really disgusting. You fucking
1: huh? Milanese. Yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely no, yeah. absolutely no fucking way.
0: We have the chicken in the breadcrumbs. they have your little, The pizza, a little okay. car
1: making triangle. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. And your lasagna.
0: Yeah, that's right. Do um, so, uh, they
1: have like, like in the north? I don't the know. North? They Is definitely that...
0: have chicken Milanese, and they well, have I mean, Bolognese. they have spaghetti bolognese famously.
1: Yeah, but that's not in the. But Bologna's not in the north. It's quite north, isn't it? Bologna? It's kind of in the middle.
0: It's like Rome's in the middle, isn't it? It's like it's north of Rome.
1: Yeah, it's north of Rome, but it's not. I would not call Bologna the north.
0: Okay, no, we're both talking out of our ass here. So let's move on. um <laughs> Uh yeah and then j- he says that uh, he chased Don't
1: make me say Phoebe's fact corner. George, <laughs> George- I'll do it.
0: <laughs> George- <laughs> Phoebe's fact or factoid corner. Um George chased them and fell over. Um oh I've accidentally pressed the button. Um uh they discover that Ray, the dentist slash doctor, is under investigation for health insurance fraud due to the notes. They discover that this is because Elaine didn't know they'd gotten her a note and had got on her own note and sent it in. So they were sent four notes for three massages. And that was what triggered their alarm.
1: I think it's much funnier to get a note from your gynecologist than it is to get a note from your dentist.
0: But also much more believable. This is just what? showing Elaine as being smarter than the rest of them.
1: What? I'm getting a pussy massage.
0: Well, no, but I mean, it's quite possible that your your gynecologist, who does a much more physical examination of you, could say, oh, yeah, maybe you've got a bit of a strain there, actually. Not because of something in your vagina, but just she notices something while she's examining you. Whereas a dentist, unless you've got something in your mouth, I mean,
1: I don't so know. That, that happens at the gynecologist as well, if you play your cards right. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> just there with the lamp being like you know kind of yelling out numbers the numbers don't mean anything yeah. but they like to make you feel included
0: ripping my um, Chippendale pants off at the gynecologist <laughs> she's like sir you're a man <laughs> um, I'm like thank you that's all I came here for Um <laughs> You're the first person to say that to me.
1: That, 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 that's right. And I'm just happy to be addressed and taken seriously. Now I'll be on my way.
0: That is right. And
1: then you're kind of like hobbling out, like trying to kind of do your Velcro back yeah, with up. my hat <laughs> so on. <I'm> fucking hell. <laughs>
0: um, they apologize to Roy. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> there's, I've written in my notes that there's a bit where they talk about, George says, I've never been happy. Um, but I can't remember now what, because it was something they were saying to comfort him.
1: Yeah, because they're saying... Hmm. Um. Oh, the um dental technician comes in and says, "I hope you're happy." Oh, yeah, that's and it. Jerry yeah. says, "I'm not happy," and George says, "I've never been happy." Which guess, again, oh, maybe college. It's a mood, <laughs> mm. and it's very funny. It is. A, it is very funny.
0: That was a good line.
1: <laughs> I like it when he says that it's tragic. <laughs> when George describes it as a tragic state of affairs, and Jerry says it's not tragic. tragic.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he would be right.
1: And he uh, corrects it to unsettling. <laughs> I don't, that's a good bit, Again, of good bit of interplay. Hard,
0: hard agree from us. Oh yeah. So then the dentist says it's nothing to worry about because all that has to happen is that the massage therapist has to agree that with our story that this was related to a dental complaint. Um, uh, so Jerry tries to get an a, go and talk to the massage therapist just to clarify this with her and. He goes down to the place to, like, find her because they won't take his calls. And um, she, like, backs away from him, sends her son running down the corridor away and, like, says she's going to call the police. Um, and, uh, yeah, then they bump into Raymond also. There's a brief awkward moment there. Uh, then we cut to a scene in the diner where they are all uh, discussing the fact that George is saying he now sees men when he's having sex. Um, like in his mind's eye,
1: when he's masturbating.
0: Oh, when he's masturbating, is it mm. all right? Um, uh, that's why it's much which? more
1: damning when Jerry says, "Have you ever thought about getting yourself a new hobby?" <laughs> because, like, if he's suggesting that his hobby is fucking, then that's pretty cool. Yeah, his hobby is jacking it. That's less cool.
0: Yeah, God, if your hobby is fucking, that's quite inconvenient, though.
1: Why? It's not expensive. It's not expensive. Anyone can do well. <laughs> it. You don't need a lot of training. Oh, oh, you yeah. don't need a lot of base level fitness. I, d- I disagree it's with very, all of these it's, things. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very accessible as a hobby. It's more or less free. Yeah. yeah. Well
0: it doesn't come with direct costs, but it comes with a lot of ancillary costs. Well, emotional. <laughs> yeah. Emotional labour. <laughs> on my part.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to shame. Going to do you ever find like on, fresh trim? on dates, just going to a place that neither of you like, but because it's like equidistant from like where the two of you are. And then spending like a load of money on like something that's shit like a shit meal and then just being like well we sort of have to have sex now because that too much money has been spent on this like mediocre um you just i find a date's doing a lot of things that i would never normally do because it's like well that's like a concession to it being a date and
1: then this being seems, like like confession wise this seems like an unforced error for me <laughs> <laughs> How do my other (laughs) confessions rank? I think they're all (laughs)
0: unforced errors. I'm just honest. That's what I give to the fans of the show.
1: Yeah, that's true. Pure
0: honesty. If people want to judge me, they can, and I will not care.
1: I think shagging as a hobby is. See, I think that's. I think that's fine. It's maybe not a hobby that you can do all the time, but it's. It's like it's a more. It's like it's a less expensive and a more, to my mind, socially appealing hobby than like than say like I don't know indoor climbing.
0: Mm. I do quite like indoor climbing, though. Do
1: you? Do you like indoor climbing?
0: It's quite. I think it's quite fun. Not with the ropes, though. Just bouldering. I don't. I don't I, as soon as you get a rope involved, it's too much effort. I don't want to go that high. You... I don't want to fasten myself to a rope. You
1: can't boulder in. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's just staring at us with an ever blanker. You can't boulder indoors. Then that's just going up the wall like a spider monkey in a zoo.
0: Well it's just called bouldering.
1: Yeah, but it's not bouldering unless there are boulders involved.
0: Look, I hoot like a siamang <laughs> while I do it, and I hope that that is sufficient <laughs> for you. Of
1: dangling <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you can't come, or you'd get irresistibly horny.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that, that's fair. Can't argue with um,
0: that. Uh, Kramer comes into the diner, and they immediately see Joe DiMaggio. And uh, George comments that he's handsome. They all look at George. Funny punchline to the fact George is gay now. This is what I'm taking from this episode. This is kind of. This is actually something I I don't understand. Where I feel like if I discovered that I was gay or bisexual, I'd just be like, "Oh, okay, I guess." I wouldn't be like terrified that I found men sexually attractive. Like you're not you're not obliged to have sex with them. I would just be like, "Oh, well, I guess I have more options now."
1: If you're uh, if you're giving proper um, proper time to your hobby, then of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> can't get good yeah. if you don't practice. Now I can go <laughs> bouldering with men. You can only go bouldering with men. Women don't boulder.
0: I dated a girl that was really into climbing. No, you didn't. You didn't. They're not real.
1: Sorry. Um, Women don't boulder. Women don't climb. That's my my line. (laughs) They don't.
0: (laughs) And furthermore, they shouldn't. Furthermore, they shouldn't.
1: (laughs) Because, you know, he might get into a gynecological situation.
0: A gynecological situation. You're listening to The Gynecological (laughs) Situation with Phoebe Roy. (laughs) Um,
1: what happens if you don't under if you don't like quite realize what level of clothedness mm. you need to be at the indoor climbing center, mm. and you just show up naked?
0: That's a danger. You you have to wear the dressing gown that they give you. <laughs> That's part of the rules.
1: Um, <laughs> like dangling off the wall in your yeah. dressing gown. <laughs> it's, it's safety.
0: It's an insurance thing. Yeah. Um, so then we have a final bit um, where uh, Jerry uh, sort of echoes my my feelings, where he has a bit about homophobia, where he says why men. So concerned about uh gay men. And he's like, I think it's because men know that they can be talked into anything. He's like, They've been talked into buying bad shoes and clothes. He's like, what if some sort of homosexuality store opened up and they walked in and they just got talked into it? Like, would you like to try the man on?
1: I think that's just quite a good bit. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's got a pleasingly yeah. misandristic tone. Yeah. It mm. was funny. Yeah. I like yeah, um, I like the line about him about men having no sales resistance. Mm. Because that is true. Yeah. Men do not have sales resistance.
0: Mm. That's why I, I actually find it quite awkward when I'm buying, you know, when you're making like a big purchase and you show up to like, look at the thing and they're like, right, well, why don't you uh, have a look at it, try it out? And then I never know what to do with it. I'm just like, well, there's this awkward moment where I feel like I have to examine it for sufficiently long that I don't look like an idiot, but I also don't really know what I'm looking for. So I'm just kind of going like, mm, classic, Can you
1: get- <laughs> classic thing. <laughs> oh, the, cat, well, the catch-all is saying that that's a good bit of kit. That's what I always say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the back of Anne Summers, kicking a dildo and going, that's so a cracking bit of kit, that is. How many, how many miles to the gallon do you go on this?
1: Have we got time for me to tell the, my Anne Summers anecdote?
0: Probably, yeah. We can round, round out with that.
1: Okay. Some years ago, I was... Um, I was in an Ann summers in uh, in Birmingham, I think it was, and that's not relevant. welcome I su- to Anne summers I suddenly I suddenly realized <laughs> I suddenly realized that I have started to tell anecdotes like a sixty year old that like oh no I th- was it in Birmingham might not have been in Birmingham might have been more oh, no 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 no, no, no' it was two thousand and seven, so that must mean yeah, no one fucking cares where it
0: was Perry was that that time the m six was closed it was it was it was we had it to was six yeah
1: you know what we had to do? We had to take the M62 all the way around. We got completely snarled up in Spaghetti Junction, so it must have been Birmingham. Mm. Must have been Birmingham, yeah, if we got snarled up in Spaghetti Junction. That is all right. Anyway, so we're in the back. So, so we go into the back. And ba- that's so, where we saw
0: Berlusconi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so me, me and this fella go into, the, go into the back of the shop where they have, you know. Now this sounds sexy. <laughs> where they have, you know, the, the. the. Would
0: you like to try it out? Where you have and they've naughty like Dan Summers fella. <laughs>
1: So he was a living, breathing, walking fella.
0: Could just be um, a fella that works at Ann Summers.
1: He wasn't. Uh so we go so I go in the back of the shop and they have one of those like disembodied vaginas. You know, there's like disembodied ah. kind of vagina and and, and bums. Sort of which thing are your um, of
0: gynecologist like, practices yeah, on. Yeah, pretty much. Which
1: are made of this kind of like flesh like flesh imitation, rubber material. Mm. And so I, uh, as like a joke, was like kind of like giving it giving this thing a a jab like you know giving it giving it a prod giving it a poke like eh, look at that um and this guy was getting very embarrassed because i was speaking quite loudly and (laughs) i was also like prodding Mm, at it
0: fingering a disembodied Uh, pussy in the back of (laughs) Anne summers it's very like signifier and signified (laughs) what would Baudrillard say about this
1: Plenty. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, like, well, how wonder how many fingers I could like fit into this, like fit into this thing. Oh no. And like, I like turn my wrist. It turns out that I am not the only person who has, who has like tried to like try to work out how many fingers they could get in because there's some significant tearing and damage to the inside. And as I turn my wrist, my hand gets completely stuck, like absolutely Irretrievably stuck, and this guy is like, What are you doing? Stop, like, stop messing around. I'm like, No, I'm serious. Like, it actually is, it actually is stuck. And so, I've Mm. got my hands stuck in this rubber vagina. Start, it's not feeling that funny anymore at this point. Cut to black next time (laughs) on Phoebe Roy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I so I have to summon a sales assistant, and because I am because I am stuck in this in this thing the sales assistant comes and like she gets the other sales assistants in to have a look and then like finally like a manager shows up who just like closes her eyes seems to kind of utter a silent prayer and then just goes samantha go get the scissors just like this (laughs) has happened so many times and i was freed via scissor from the vagina um and uh Felt very, How very big good. big were about those scissors
2: it. if it was Oh, that. they were
1: massive. I I'm were imagining, like They were like, like these, like, kind of pom- like. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> sort of comedy. I'll kind
0: of like- tell you what, these rubber pussies, they're fucking bulletproof. <laughs>
1: go, get, go get the loppers. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they were like, they were closer to garden shears than scissors. They were like, they were fucking massive.
0: Fire brigade coming in with an angle grinder. <laughs> it was like, <"Err>, er.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so. This, i can't michael remember. thank you so much for joining oh, I can't us that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um is
0: there
2: a,
3: <laughs>
0: is there anything that you would like to plug to our listeners
2: uh i'd just follow in my social channels if 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 what i said if any of what mm. i said was of any use to you you can follow me in my social <laughs> channels <Of any laughs> <use>? I... <laughs> if you would like to
0: hassle michael about the whereabouts like of paul o'connell
2: Around yeah, yeah around our lack of gregs and mm. yeah my dislike big for Big Dirty Primer. Fry on Twitter Big Dirty Fry yeah I do some music stuff on there which is yeah yeah
0: with three other guys who look exactly like him they
2: look exactly the same I also have like a list of lookalikes mm. that I've been compiling for like two years and there's like 60 of them now so um, <laughs> and I have oh. that thread so yeah
0: yeah absolutely uh, if you've noticed someone who looks like Michael Fry do send that in um, to him <laughs> not to us not, not to us you, you can also send it to us I but, mean there's yeah. very
1: little that we can reasonably do with it but we would enjoy seeing them
0: we absolutely would Um, uh, feel free to comment uh, (laughs) Sharon go get the scissors (laughs) Um, on more or less anything we post from now on
1: damn Um, damn
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah it's been an absolute pleasure it has Um, indeed thank
1: you so much
0: also we have a Patreon it's $3 a month for the regular bonus episodes and $5 a month for those plus the discord and the monthly movie Movie Corner. corner movie corner so um, don't forget to sign up to that there's a link in the description and we will see you next week on the bonus feed or in two weeks on the free feed Bye bye
1: bye bye bye